Welcome to Pawtastic Friends, the Paw Talk. In this podcast, we visit with Pawtastic Friends founder Michael and Melissa Novelli about their passion around providing enrichment training for rescue dogs. We'll tell the stories of Pawtastic Friends through their work with rescue dogs. There are some heartwarming stories. There are some heartbreaking stories. But I know you'll enjoy this podcast, Pawtastic Friends, The Paw Talk. In this episode, we feature Shay, Aussie, and Jake. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Michael and Melissa Novelli for another episode of the award-winning The Paw Talk. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Tom. Can you tell us, tell everybody about the award? Sure. The Paw Talk won a Davy Award for a top podcast in compliance on local social issues for the Pawtastic Friends facility and uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was the Davy Awards are given annually to top podcasts. And this one, because of its subject matter, I, I think was really stood out. And so we were all honored. I host and produce it, but obviously Michael, Melissa, and the dogs are the stars of this podcast. So it's a big a win for all of us, and we hope that it'll drive a lot more traffic to Potastic Friends, guys. Thank you to you Thank for that. Thank you. So today we've got Shay Oso and Jake. So how about we start with Shay? So Shay, we call Shay. She's a sweet young girl that's actually in boarding. She comes here for enrichment training, and then on Wednesdays, she comes here for nose work. And let me tell you, this girl, when it's nose work time, she literally hits the front door, she hits the arena door, and she goes. And she just absolutely loves it. It's a great way to uh, enrich the lives of your dogs, too, at home, is hiding treats in boxes, hiding them around the house. We do it with our dog, Bentley, all the time. But she is a beautiful dog. She's about four or five years old. We've taken her on the pick of the litter. We're taking our pet of the week and she's still on boarding, which blows our mind because she's a fantastic dog that's very loving, very attentive, and she's fantastic. She's like the perfect dog. What kind of dog is Shay? She's a pity mix like so many of the other ones out here. <laughs> and she's got a little cattle dog in her, you know. She's she's just, she's got the big old ears. If people go onto our website or Facebook, they can see her videos and she was like, oh chasing me in the arena oh, yesterday. She's such a great dog. And what, what, kind of, what, kind of, what kind of home do you think would make uh, a good home for her forever home? She could probably be in any home with probably older kids because, you know, she's got some energy. wouldn't suggest any seniors because she's got some good energy in her and she's going to need walks and some exercise. And she'll give somebody unconditional love for a long time. <laughs> That's great. Okay. How about Oso? Oso is an amazing boy who also is in boarding. He is phenomenal. He is a volunteer favorite. He is so passive, so calm, walks great on a leash. He is actually in a temporary uh, foster that he was in for the holidays. And he loves to go with his favorite volunteer, Keith, to Eggworks. Keith eats healthy and eats oatmeal and also gets a ham steak and then he wants some more and more and he is just just a joy to be around. Everybody wants to walk Oso because Oso is just 
this big boy with so much love. It's just like bursting out of him. And he's a great looking dog. He's Brendel. And then he's got this one ear that just goes all the time. So when you see his pictures, it's also because his one ear is up. But beautiful dog. Once again, we need people to adopt and stay out of the pet stores buying the puppies. Big dogs need love too. Yes. Big dogs love to give love. Let me yeah. just tell you, I'm a big dog fan. So, Oh, yes. <laughs> if you can't get knocked down, you haven't had a big dog. Uh, we, But you guys did have a big success re recently with a guy named Jake. So tell us about Jake. So I'll start off with Jake. A little spud pity tripod. He was the 636th dog that we've had in our program get adopted. And Melissa, she knows these dogs like the back of her hand. She does the scheduling and she does all the contacts with the rescues. I'll let her tell you about Jake because she gets to interact a little more with the doggies. So Jake came on Wednesday. So actually Michael interacted more with him than I did. Not as much as I'd like to. Yeah. And he was just a bundle of energy, super sweet, very eager to learn, and just wanted to be the best dog that he could be. And tripod. Um, but that didn't slow him down. He still was able to do everything that the regular pups could do. He'd be climbing on A-frames, going through tunnels and building confidence, building skills that set him up for success. And that success led him to finding his forever home. And, and he is uh, what type of home did he go into? You met his owner. Yeah, they were super nice. They were excited to meet him. Like when Jake first came here, I were like, oh my God, he's a tripod dog. But seeing him go up the A-frame was, it was pretty cool. Jake's owner was thrilled. They were thrilled to give him a home because a lot of times people be like, oh God, the dog's only got three legs, but he gets around like a champ. Probably got around faster than me. And what's nice too, is that when a dog does get adopted, we always extend the offer for the new owner to come to class. So she was so appreciative to come to class and to actually work with Melissa hands-on to see the skills that he knew, the commands that he responded to. So that way, Jake was easily able to acclimate to his new home. Because once a dog goes into a new home, they need some time to decompress, especially when they're coming from um, a shelter or a boarding situation. The first day they're in the new home, they probably sleep 22 hours. It's the best sleep that they ever get. And that's why we like to extend that offer because when you're a Potastic Friends dog, we want to make sure that we're setting the dog up for success. So when they do get adopted, they stay adopted. And part of that is educating the owner. So if the owner has no idea what commands they respond to, or the things that they've learned, it makes it more difficult and it makes it more confusing for Jake or any dog for that matter. So that's why we like to do that because we want them to stay adopted. As much as we love them, we don't want to see them again. So guys, in a prior episode, we talked about dog health and safety around treats during the holidays. And we tried to make clear, never ever give a dog chocolate other foods. You can go online and find out if it's safe for a dog or not. But there's another part to the holidays that dogs have in common with humans. And sometimes over the holidays, you have lots of guests over. You may have Christmas at your house. You may go to somebody else's house. And we rarely think about 
what that does to a dog if grandparents, aunts and uncles, young kids, little nieces and nephews come around. What does it mean on Christmas morning when you open packages and there's a bunch of people sitting around who may not typically be there at least overnight? And I was wondering if you might give our listeners a few words about how they should think about really dog mental health over the holidays and the stress that dogs may come under when new people are come to the house for a lunch or a, even to spend the night of Christmas Eve or something like that? I think, again, it depends on every individual case. I think that, that as a pet owner, you know your dog. For instance, like Bentley is very fearful of people in general. So for us, we don't put him in those situations to create more stress and anxiety for him. When we have company over, we put him in the bedroom with the TV on, his toys, his bed, his treats, and and he's fine. There's a lot of things to consider. If your dog has never been around kids and somebody's coming over and there's three-year-old kids that are running around and screaming and stuff. You as a pet owner need to be responsible. You need to watch your dog. You need to watch the kids. You don't know if a three-year-old's in there and they're pulling on the dog's tail. So you have to be diligent about making educated decisions that are best for your dog. Like I said, that's what we do with Bentley. Now you might have a dog that loves people, loves kids, loves other dogs. So that's a little different scenario. That dog might be fine, but you don't want it to be overwhelming. People are opening gifts. They're throwing wrapping paper all over. So there's a lot of things to consider when making decisions for your dog. And the thing is, too, is is if you have people that are coming over and they leave the door open or they're coming in and out and they don't think about it, you don't want your dog to jet out and end up getting hit by a car or getting lost. So for us, we always want to take the safe route and we never want to put Bentley in a situation that's going to be too overwhelming with him. And I suggest that with anybody, whether it's the holidays or not. A lot of times people get a new dog and they're like, oh, come on over, see my new dog that I just adopted yesterday. And it's it's too much. You have to make the best choices for your dog. And, and a lot of times people will not ask if they can pet the dog. Not all right. dogs can be pet. So a lot of times people will just reach out and they'll come over the top of the dog. That's how people get bit. Or they'll get right in the dog's face and the dog's like back up and then they get bit in the face. You have to be sensible. Everybody gets excited when they see a dog. So no reaching over the top on top of the dog's head because he doesn't know is he going to get hit and no in the dog's face. We were talking about that at dinner the other night when one of the guys like, oh, I just got to get down to his level. The dog went. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, as a visitor, you should be respectful of the home that you're visiting. And if they do have a pet, you should always address the owner. Is it okay to pet them? And they can tell you, don't pet them, let them come to you. So you want to all around keep the dog safe and make the right choices. Guys, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode. But before we leave, if our listeners wanted any more information about Potastic Friends or to make a donation to Potastic Friends, what are the place or places they can go? PotasticFriends.com is our website, social media, Facebook, Potastic Friends, Instagram, Potastic Friends, LV. All the donations go to the dogs, the only people that get paid here is the landlord, the utilities, and the trainers. Everybody else volunteers. The money goes where it's supposed to. Guys, this will be our last episode for 2023. I've 
It really enjoyed working with you all. And I look forward to what we can jointly do together in 2024. Us too. And thank you to the award-winning host, Mr. Tom Fox. All right, we got it. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Paw Talk. I hope you will consider a donation to Pawtastic Friends. We've linked to their donation site in the show notes. Also, vote for their wreath on Wreaths of Hope. If you go to the Pawtastic Friends website, the voting site will pop up. And once again, I've linked to it. The Pawtastic Friends, the Paw Talk podcast is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network.